Pickaxe. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oh, I just did the thing, guys. Uh, oh, what, what have you done? What you it's, done? Really, it's really bad. The thing that people say that they do, and I don't really believe they've actually done it, and they're just posting it just because they can't think of a tweet but uh just did a little smiley face in poo on the wall yeah yeah just (laughs) just smeared shit all over oh no people always say they do that yeah no i um, am amy just said to me have a nice podcast and i said you too oh Oh, that's oh no no. recovering from that one you can't get married now no God, Enjoy your coffee. Pain. You too. That's what people oh, tweet about. Have a nice it? holiday. You too. You too. Oh. Maybe this is the spurt she needed to to start her own podcast, though. Her own rival. Yeah, <laughs> that's what she's doing right <laughs> Just, now. <laughs> you know, maybe I will have a good podcast, Peter. <laughs> I'll show you. You socially awkward man. <laughs> I so I avoided that the other day. I've, I don't think I've ever done it. But someone no, I don't think I have said before. something similar to me, and my brain just sort of melted down and went, "Hey!" and I walked off <laughs> because I was walking away anyway. But I, I realized how weird it sounded afterwards that I didn't, I didn't say I wanted to say you too, but I was like, I'm not. They're not doing that. Mm. The same thing I'm doing. So just went because <laughs> <laughs> that's better. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I think I saved face. So. Oh, I think whenever I, I, I feel like it's a, it's a slip up I make quite often, and whenever I do it, you just say you just you just don't linger on it. You just say it and get out of there, and don't give them time to respond. Just keep walking. Mm-hmm. They'll forget about it. It's fine. It'll haunt your dreams for the next ten years, but they'll they probably won't remember it. Yeah, probably. I hope. God, I hope. Yeah, it'll be fine. I do. I do hate those moments that you have in public, though. Not even with people you don't know, especially with people you don't know. I suppose people you know that you'll never see again. Mm. It's really awkward. I had it the other week where I was in Tesco and I bought a roll and something warm from the deli counter to go in the roll. And there was a little cafe and I, was, I went in there, had a scout around and there was no ketchup. And I asked the lady behind the counter, do you have any like sachets of ketchup? And she said, well, you're going to buy something? And I was like, Whoa. fucking hell. All right. Um, I mean, I didn't. Need... And as she said it, she handed me the sachets like, go on then. So you've just made me feel one inch tall and you gave me what I wanted. Why did you do that? So you said, you too, and walked out of the counter. <laughs> I jumped over the counter and I punched her in the face. Yeah. That showed her. No, it's just like, it's kind of humiliating. Like, I didn't need that. And I thought about it for the whole rest of the day. And I went to a funeral that day. So oh, no, you and I didn't sat there need thinking, that. And yet that's what you were thinking. You should have been paying your respects. Goddamn. I was so polite. I didn't say, can I have some ketchup it was do you have any ketchup sachets 
Are you going to order, you know, are you going to order something? <laughs> you just going to run away with them ketchups and have a meal of nothing with ketchup, mister? I know that those are worthless <laughs> to you. Why are you guarding? You, why are you hoarding these? I don't understand. Yeah. Jeez. Oh, well, should we, should we have a nice podcast? Yes. <laughs> Let's try. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Poddy. It's the official, official. video podcast. Oh, yes. It's a conversational podcast where we take questions from you at home and obey the law of the three R's, where everybody brings a, a thing, thing along to, to talk, talk about. about. I'm Ben. I'm Peter. And I'm Michael. Hello, boys. Hello, Hello. boys. How are you? My doing? Chemical Johnson. Yes. When I understand you're poorly again. I'm always, it feels like I'm eternally, there's something wrong with me forever. My ribs are still messed up. We're not going to get back into rib talk, though. We had enough (laughs) of that last episode. Welcome back to rib talk. (laughs) Oh, it still hurts a lot. That's rib talk. Thanks, everybody. (laughs) Yeah, I had had a great weekend. I slept for about 70% of it. (laughs) It's just like, there goes my free time for the week. My allotted free time under the capitalist regime is gone. Uh, I spent it all sleeping. And probably not good for your lungs if you're coughing as well. Your ribs, sorry, not your lungs. Yeah. No, exactly. It's a double whammy. But mm. we soldier on in the name of pod. We do. We do. We oh. absolutely do. And speaking of which, would you like to help us soldier on in the name of pod? Well, Ooh. you can. Not pod from that weird BBC3 show. <laughs> hey, snog you look like a slutty, tanned <laughs> slut. All right, pod. Jesus Christ. <laughs> on, chill out. Leave me alone. You're disgusting and your hair gave me... Some illness. Yeah. Piles. Dropsy. There we go. There's the one. <laughs> yeah. Dropsy. Thanks, Pod. No, for the podcast, that's, you know, the thing that we're doing now that you're mm. listening to. Uh, you can help out Poddy. It's financially, if you want. You don't have to. It's totally fine. But if you do, and donate £3 or more at uh, uh, streamlabs.com forward slash Poddyit's donations with an S on the end, you'll get a shout out at the beginning and the end of the show, and you'll <gasps> join Pod Squad, which mm. is very cool. And everyone should want that. Why wouldn't you? Oh, it's the Why best. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? Mikey has got the first group of Pod Squad for this week. Here's a taste of the pantheon of names you could be joining. We start with Code Vidiots is changing. <laughs> Son Goku one eight two. Little bit of Monaco. Pingu's dad beat him. Lovely, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Pet shop man. Uh, Blumpy Deluxe Man with Wig, who is very generous, and they say, All right, chaps, hope you're well. How's your nan? Thanks. Bye. It's all right. Uh, Thanks for asking. Yeah, cheers. Thanks Thanks for checking in. Michael Chegson, I miss you, Lux. Reindeer Drop Joy, Specky Becky. Hawkman 105, that's a good name. Jason Allenby, Donak 07, Pro Trainer. Monkey Hanger is is very handsome and cool. Stephen Scordes and the generous Michael the Rock Jugson. <laughs> very good. And they say... <laughs> oh, that's that's very good. I do enjoy that. That's a, that's a nice one. They say, I can never... I can never... I can never remember slash afford to jump into Pod Squad around spooky times. And I'm always sad because I love the pod. And I also love spooks. But better late than never, though, as the big fans of Spooks that Spook Boys that the Oh reading, come on, Michael, you can do better than this. Like old times. <laughs> though, as the big fans of Spooks that you boys are, I was wondering, 
if you're going to Sorcon. <laughs> See <That's>... you there. <laughs> Absolutely. Sorcon? Sorcon, what is it? <laughs> Sorcon Trent. <laughs> Historic town. Oh, oh, fuck. I get it. Oh, fuck. There it is. Suck on, suck on these nuts. Suck, suck on these nuts. <laughs> Got him. Got him. Very uh, good. Very no, good. No, I'm afraid we're not. I think I can. Can I? Do you mind if I answer if presumptively you answer for, the three for all of us? Of us? Yeah, without no. ch- without conferring. No, <laughs> I don't think we're going to suck on. I don't know what that is, but I hope you have a lovely time. Is it in December? <laughs> I'd like to think it's not actually about slasher films. It's about um, just. Timber work tools. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sounds great. Sounds mm. dusty. <laughs> it's just a bunch of wood enthusiasts get together. It's great yeah. fun. Bring your dad along. You'll love it. Uh, the list continues with Sorcon D's Nuts. Oh, <laughs> oh. oh, shit. Okay, well, there we are. Uh, genuinely didn't... Mikey didn't know that one in advance, did you? I, I, I said, yeah. That's why I screened one. Oh, I get it now. It's well, I know you D- said it, but I didn't realise... Oh, I didn't realise realize you'd looked ahead. We've got no. these separate images, so Peter and I have just switched on to the next one. I didn't. I thought that was an original joke, Mikey. Uh, no, I, 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 I didn't... I, I, I got that all by myself. I didn't need to look at the next image, so I'm going to give myself okay. big internet points. <laughs> yeah, good for you, man. That was good. <laughs> it might, I suspect it's from this... The, the thing is, it's a joke. So that person is not going to Sorcon. Have you got this far? <laughs> as well then or have you just realized that oh yeah okay yeah i didn't notice this bit either for fuck's sake well this is the problem is that it's all people don't seem to realize we say it every week it's in reverse order so people's donations come in reverse order so there's a good chance that Stephen may have donated twice and he wanted it to go Stephen Skodes and then is very handsome and cool because it's in reverse. It says Monkey Hanger is very handsome <laughs> yeah. and cool. Stephen Skodes. So Shh. people donate things in a particular order and it comes out wrong. Although I it think doesn't work. I think the Sorcom one is in the intentional order, but it's because we've split it across two troops. It's supposed to have just been Mikey saying, "You're going to Sorcon," and then we're like, "What's Sorcon?" And then the next uh, one is Sorcon D's nuts. nuts. That's God. it. That's how it's supposed to go. For but fuck's there was a, sake. There was a void between the two, a, a great rift of several miles. So that's why Mikey said "fuck." I thought mm, he yes. was. I thought that was about the Sorcon Trent joke, but it was. We were just yeah, oh, we're on different continents. What an right absolute car crash! <laughs> fuck me. It's, it's like a saw film. Right. Sorcon D's nuts. Justice for Jeff Sex. And then the revoltingly, sickeningly, disgustingly generous pollen packed pipe. This should be enough for one hot dog each from the Christmas market in your city or town. Oh my god. Pollen packed pipe. We're going to check in with you and make sure that was an intentional donation. (laughs) Thank you so much. Thank you. Time for a wellness check. Are you okay, please? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. That's incredibly generous. The list continues. Momo Beans. Uh, Ross, do you have my socks? Lord Rotovich. Stukalicious. Bartek and Ellen Degenerate. <laughs> Trunter and Garlic. Tommy and MJ, the Wank Engines. Specky Becky. Citadel Zombies. The very generous. Gur kicked my ass in a Zoom, zoom quiz. Maybe Jer. Jer. Jerry. Jer or Jer. Jer. Jer kicked my ass in a Zoom quiz. He said, my brother kicked my ass in a Zoom slash Jackbox quiz. He got an impossible answer right. I promised him something nice. 
Uh, I thought pizza or beer, but decided surely a poddy at shout out oh. is better than bumpus. <laughs> Hashtag keep up the good work. Or well, shout oh, outs to, 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 to Jer. Jerry. To Jer. Or Jezza. Or Jerkicked. 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 Slurp all the purple. Ooh. Hello, this is Rules Boss. Freddy, it's pizza time. My mum's roast potatoes suck. Oh, that's sad. <laughs> Whoa, come that's on. That's really sad. Rude. Is your mum uh, Aunt Bessie? Because, yeah, then... She's yeah, only good yeah. at Yorkshire puddings. Uh, my mum... Uh, sorry, I've just done that one. Prince Beefcakes and Don Echo 7. We also have Matthew Gregg's mam. <laughs> we, we work with him. Not a mam, though. <laughs> just keep swimming, Ash. This Xmas, leave him out of it. Oh. <laughs> That's a good... I like that. That's a good tagline. <laughs> Die Chegstiv Biscuits. Oh, incredible. <laughs> All about Dakum Cheg, baby. Stop or my mom will read your arse. Mm. Mr. Macca, the very, very generous Dave Bacon Phillips, who says, awkwardly loved your guy's answer to question one last episode. You have a fan for life in whatever you do. Have a drink on me. That was when we got so deep. deep. We got oh, deep. of course. Deep. Real deep. Yeah. Well, thank you. Uh, there was a, thank you so much, Dave Bacon. For this thank story. you. And we've got another generous person here, Iron Hand J, who said, Hello, boys and girls. Uh, I've been listening since the What Culture donated yeah. before. Have I cut off the donation? Because that don't make sense. No, it's just I've been listening since What Culture donated before. No, maybe not. I don't no, know. My... <laughs> I don't know what inflection that was meant to add. But... <laughs> I have donated before, you see. It's a subordinate yeah. clause. The what culture, comma, donated before. Hmm. I'm re-listening to all of your podcasts during my commute. Please can Ben say, would you would you like to ride the bone train, Morty, in his fabulous voice? It always makes me smile. I think we should all have a go, really. Would you like to ride the bone train, Morty? Would you like to ride the bone train, Morty? Would you like to ride the bone train, Morty? He can't say oh, no now. He said it's pretty good. Yeah. Adolf Ziggler. <laughs> Oh, wrestling. No. There's a lot of wrestling fans watching this for some reason. Is that a wrestler? This. Yeah, not a no, Dolph Ziggler. Dolph Ziggler. No. <laughs> Dolph a singular, Ziggler is that. <laughs> just one Dolph Ziggler. Adolf. Yes. Right, that makes sense. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the, there's, we've got the very generous uh, Crypto the Not So Super Dog. Hello, chaps. Greetings from Brazil. Have been a viewer slash listener and fan since the old name Redundant days, but never pitched in because the exchange is murder around here. <laughs> Since it's not getting any better, here we go. (laughs) Keep up the unique and amazing work. Thank you so much, Crypto. Really appreciate it. Just cut your losses and donate now. You know what? It's getting worse. Do it now. (laughs) Thank you, Crypto. Uh, crypto. Ben, it's Mom. Come home. It's not. She wouldn't spell her name like that. No. Mom. Mom, her name. (laughs) Mom. Hello, it is Mom. It's Mom Potter. (laughs) Willis Wanks. Good to hear from you. Excellent. Mikey's Star Trek toilet is lit. Nice. Explain that. Oh, I went. We, I put a picture up on Twitter of a toilet I, in a restaurant. We went to, like, just a normal, totally bog standard cafe kind of affair. Bog and you standard. open the door. Oh, very good. Yes, you open the door. You and... read ahead at another d- donation. <laughs> <laughs> we opened the door. I mean, wait, it was me. We go into the toilet one at a time here. Um... <laughs> All three of us opened the door to go for a poo. <laughs> yeah, just the walls were adorned with like Star Trek paraphernalia, like toys and decorative oh, nice. plates and all oh, that. Wow. It was amazing. Magic. Okay. Yeah, sounds rad. Uh, the very generous actual name, Nick Gage. 
Thank you. Oh, Gentlemen, thank you. I have to say thank you as every other Tuesday I wait with bated breath for the latest upload and spend the next few hours laughing along with you. Just want to make you just want to make you know how much this means to all of us. Tar, soppy message done, hashtag Caroline. <laughs> There's no oh. Carolines this week. No, it's oh the, that's God, the that's... only reference to Caroline. Saga is wow. done. Thank you, Nick Gage. Thank Appreciate you. it. Thank you very uh, much, Nick Gage. Oh shit, forgot to donate, sorry. And I'm in Trunter Tubs. Very good. <laughs> and there you go. That's your pod squad for this week. Obscenely oh. generous. Thank you so very, very much. Thank all you. of you. You get a shout out at the end of the show as well. And a reminder, streamlabs.com forward slash podiats donations. Three pounds or more to get a shout out. Nice. It's question time. Do you have a question? Yeah. <laughs> question time. Questions now, then we'll do it. Uh, this one's from Stuart Christ. Oh, fuck. Christ Stuart God. at Stukalicious on Twitter. He says, arguably, the Vidiots YouTube channel jumped the shark when Peter got hit by a car. But how would you jump two sharks? <laughs> mm. So if we were still making videos, at what what would we have to do to just to just go beyond beyond the pale? It would be Dick, Dick and Dom would be it, right? Yeah. If we did some sort of skit or sketch. We we got Dave. He was very affordable. (laughs) But Mm. if we managed to do some kind of bungalow type sketch with Dick and Dom, that would there would there would what else would we have to do after that? Yeah. Yeah, a rendition of the Stalk on Trent song with the actual cat. Well I was about to say that, like, you know, jumping the shark is is not just, you know, going beyond, you know, the point of no return, but it's also kind of meant to be a bit ridiculous. And I think Getting Dick and Dom would almost be prestigious, whereas yes. perhaps getting the puppeteer to come in and sing Stoke on Trent with us, that would be weird enough that, you know, that would be the point, I think. Oh, dear. Maybe while I'm just getting hit by a car in the background or something. Maybe. <laughs> Why not? Maybe. Double whammy. I think it could have been done, though. If you think 50k subscribers in, what, 11 months? Yeah. Not that we necessarily would have continued to grow at that trajectory, but if we were still going now, somehow, we'd almost certainly have enough pull. Yeah. We get, could de- we, we could on. get Dave Chapman to come in. He's the puppeteer. I've seen him do interviews and stuff just on, you know, reasonable sized YouTube channels just talking about puppetry and kids TV and stuff. So he would he'd be up for it. No question. He's got holes in his shoes. Like he could, we could pay him. <laughs> yeah. He'd definitely do it. Do you think he's got his own Dave does things for stuff website? He'll he'll come in puppets. I think he's you. doing all right. He does a lot of he was in he did um BB eight and stuff in yeah, Star Wars. Did, so. Oh really? Oh my yeah. god. Wait, really? BB eight is is the stalk on train cat? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> what the hell? And he did like the Dark Crystal stuff they did on Netflix and um I think actually there's a there's an advert on TV at the moment um where two aliens are talking about I think it's like a mobile network or something. There's these two puppet aliens talking to each other from the ship a bit like Kang and Kodos from the Simpsons like watching Earth and I'm reasonably sure he does one of them because the voice sounds like him and he voices a lot of them like he voices the neighbor's cat and uh oh just the aardvark as well he did and so. BB-8 too and BB-8 he voiced <laughs> yeah um so we could get that incidentally while we're on the subject of the neighbor's cat I think since the previous pod uh, podiats yes. the neighbor's oh. cat was dragged out of the attic and dusted off, although not very well, because he's <laughs> grimy as fuck. Rotten. To be fair, Pretty it rotten. never looked particularly presentable. No, but I think now it's got real dirt on it. Um, <laughs> so we tweeted about it. I'll re-add it to the thread for this episode, but uh, it's it's in our it's on our pod uh, uh, our feed on Twitter. Um, yeah, he he was in a charity sing song for BBC Children in Need, where they got all of the kids' TV puppets to come and sing a song together 
um, he had like one line, and then all the other bigger names had had a lot more to sing. But, uh, so all the depressed thirty-year-olds could tune in and say, yeah. "Oh yeah, there's the neighbour's uh, cat from when things mm-hmm. were good." Remember? Yes, there he yes. is. He just popped up on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> the neighbour's cat looks like it's doing about as well as I am. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what we do then: get Dick and Dom and all the neighbour's cat in. Um, yeah. Any embellishments, sharks. Mikey? I don't know because when when I hear jump the shark, I went the other end of the spectrum. Like it was like, oh god, there's no comeback from this. Like that was the worst thing I've ever seen. Yeah, poor quality. Oh, mm. right. Yeah, jump the shark is just sort of like, right, well, that's it. Done. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. That's gone off the, the deep end. I took anyway. I I I figured just we, us three dress up in like Billy Ray Walrus costumes and do a flash mob somewhere. Oh fucking hell! That, that would that would like be the mark we spend of the end times. All of our channel earnings to fly to New York just to go to Times Square and do a one minute flash dance. <laughs> like, hype it up for weeks. We've really pushed the board out. This this new We're video international travel. Like yeah, like video in America and the one output from that is just. Just us flapping around to uh, God knows what song, and then Peter gets taken out by a taxi. Yeah, <laughs> All right, that would that I think that would bring it back though. That'd be a pretty good ending. That'd be worth mm-hmm. it. You don't get stuck in an American hospital though. Fucking hell. No God. Oh, Not if you've spent all the money getting there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We'll have to buy more toilet seats while we're there to sell, <laughs> just to get our <laughs> flight back. God. Speaking of which, we are working on the toilet seat. By the way. Dave and Phillips signed toilet seat. I hate this podcast. We're going to sign it. We've got it. We just need to sell it, and that'll be soon. For charity. For charity, yes. For charity, yes. (laughs) Yes, it's in the works. Uh, Well, it's time for a thing. Who'd like to thing? Don't shout once. (laughs) Jesus Christ. I'll go. I'll fucking go then. Here we are. Yeah, Yeah, come on. Why not? Why not? Here's where his. Hit us. Here we fucking go. This is a pretty interesting, historical, and slightly amusing news story that I saw. Um, Mm. It's from a couple of weeks ago, November the 23rd. This is written by Ama Rose Abrams, and -hmm. it's from news.artnet.com. And the headline reads, A New York woman used this mosaic from Caligula's party boat as a coffee table for years. Oh, my God. Now it has been returned to Italy. Wow. So here we are. Let's learn a bit more. In 2013, the Italian architect Dario del Buffalo, I'm assuming not Buffalo, overheard a one in a million conversation that led to the rediscovery of a priceless 200-year-old mosaic that once belonged to the... Not 200 years. That's got to be a typo, right? That, it must be. Yeah. No, because it's <laughs> yeah, you're, a classical. The, uh, the Victorian yeah. Roman is Emperor Roman Caligula is not 200 years ago. Sure. <laughs> that's got to be 2000. I'm 2000, assuming. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it would be 2000. 200 year old mosaic <laughs> that once belonged to the Roman Emperor Caligula. Del Buffalo recently told 60 Minutes that he was signing copies of his book, Porphyry about the red stone popular with the with Roman emperors at the Bulgari store in New York when he heard a young woman comment to a, a young man sorry comments to a woman he was with what a beautiful book oh helen look that's your mosaic he then heard the woman reply yeah that's my mosaic del buffalo took off after the pair and caught up with the young man who told them the mosaic was housed at the woman's apartment on 5th avenue and was being used to serve tea and coffee in fact, Del Buffalo realised the mosaic was a missing piece of a dance floor made for one of Caligula's boats. The emperor had commissioned two of the boats, adorned with gardens, silk sails and even bathrooms, and used them for extravagant floating parties on Lake Nimi? 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 Sure. Yes, Nimi? 
But the third Roman emperor was so disliked for his brutal leadership that following his assassination, both ships were sunk. Over the centuries, many attempts have been made to recover the boats. In the 1930s, Mussolini dredged the lake and found the remains of the boats, which were put into a museum. But it was in turn burned at the end of the, at the end of the World War Two. This isn't very well written. I'm realizing now. <laughs> the end which, of World War Two. Three years ago. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is thought that as the chaos of war took hold, the mosaics were stolen before being sold to the woman Del Buffalo overheard at his book signing in the in the 1960s. Hang on, th- that again, that's poorly written. It was sold to her in the 1960s. The book mm. signing, as we already established, was in 2013, <laughs> 200 years ago. The, the woman in question... Was this was written sorry. by Doctor Who? I don't know, I'm so confused. It's a great story, but it's written poorly. The woman in question was antiquities dealer Helen Fiorati, who said she had bought the mosaic from an Italian family in good faith. While she recognised its beauty, she did not know of its incredible history or questionable provenance. It was an innocent purchase, Miss Fiorati told the New York Times in 2017. It was our favourite thing and we had it for 45 years. Del Buffalo notified authorities and prosecutors eventually seized the table based on evidence that it, it, that it had been stolen. It has since been returned to Italy, where it is now on display at the Museum of, of the Roman Ships in Nemi, Nimai, uh, 19 miles outside of Rome. In his interview with 60 Minutes, Del Buffalo said that he would make a replacement table for Fiorati, adding that she would never know the difference. I felt oh. very sorry for her, but I couldn't do anything different, knowing that my museum in Nimai Nemi Nemi is missing the best part that went through the centuries, through war, through a fire, and then through an Italian art dealer, and, and finally could go back to the museum, he said. That's the only thing I felt I should have done. Oh, it's a good job she didn't hate it. Chuck it out. Yeah, I know. Yeah, so uh, not this. not a fan of the colours of this. I'm going to repaint it. Yeah, <laughs> Just absolutely the, mess it up. There's the mosaic that was from Caligula's 200 year old party boat. Wow. Um, and yeah, someone was just using it as a coffee table in New York. Upcycle it. Real 70s vibe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Free to a good home. I've got a few stains. <laughs> Has had some considerable use. <laughs> Dave Benson Phillips' bare ass on this mosaic. It's been on Caligula's mosaic. <laughs> oh, oh, there we Wonderful. are. That's my thing. Thanks for that. Uh, well, I've got a question here. It's Ooh. from Darius Owen Canning at Darius Canning on Twitter, who says. How, how excited is Ben for Spider-Man No Way Home? And are there any other uh, upcoming movies you're all itching to see? Oh, Ooh, Spider-Man How Way Home. <laughs> yes. <laughs> how we How we Home. Does this come out after Spider-Man, this episode that we're recording? This goes oh, out uh, when does Spider-Man come out? That's, a, that's an excellent question. <laughs> I, it's early December. The answer is I'm very, very excited. I think it's mm-hmm. going to be really, really fun. And we haven't had like a big Marvel movie for a while. We had Black Widow and Shang-Chi, which is good. And the TV shows, which have also been good. But this feels like a really big one. And we haven't had a big one since um, uh, Avengers Endgame, which was a couple of years ago now. So, Ooh, yeah, yeah, very excited. Uh, I'm quite looking forward to um, Jurassic World Dominion. Um, oh yeah, how long has that been in production now? Well, it should have come out this year, and then COVID happened. But um, right. it was one of the first movies I think to declare that it wasn't going to be done on time. It was kind of because they're 
slated deadline was more imminent i think they were the first to realize oh you know we've been affected enough to this point to to the point that we know it's not going to be done um so that yeah they were like one of the first big blockbusters to say "Mm, we're gonna push i'm gonna push that now um but it's ready now it's wrapped they've done post-production uh they've released a little promo uh video as well like a little like a i don't know if it's a the opening scene or if it's like just a promotional thing but it's just a T-Rex kind of running around doing stuff, doing T-Rex stuff. But uh, What more do you need? A big well, exactly. T-Rex running around doing stuff. That's it. Yeah, That's the money maker. T-Rex stuff. Um, I've always quite liked certainly the Jurassic Park films. And, you know, Jurassic World has never really blown my mind. But it's one of those things that I'm always willing to just give it another chance. So I'm quite looking forward to that. Uh, there's that new Batman coming as well, isn't there? That the Batman. Intriguing. The, oh, the Batman. Yeah. Was that Robert Pattinson? Yes. Yeah. The little twilight boy. Yeah. Oh, a little twinkle man. Now he's there. Twinkle man. Boy. Twinkle man. <laughs> well, I guess he's, he's he was a vampire. Now he's just returned to the bat form. It's it's just a continuation of the twilight story, it's isn't it? Cycle. No, yeah. he's clearly yeah. a very accomplished actor. I'm. I'm yes. No. Yes. He's great. done plenty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. I I totally forgot about the Batman. I think yeah that might be one of one of the few things I'm looking forward to actually because I'm looking at up, upcoming films it's all Marvel it's all Marvel yeah, yeah. it is yeah there's uh, an awful lot of Marvel uh, but I'm I'm cautiously optimistic for the Matrix Resurrections I think that's oh yeah that's it's I mean as long as it kind of leans into the goofiness of the Matrix and doesn't lose its heart it doesn't just be, become another big budget rooty tooty point and shooty adventure um i think it could be a lot of fun i'm not i'm not a simp for for, for keanu reeves but mm-hmm. I, it just sounds like it'd be a nice time and, and yeah beyond that there's a minions film coming out oh fuck the new yeah. um jackass is coming next year as well oh god oh, yeah man, jackass pushed as well i thought that was meant to come out a couple of months ago yeah yeah no it's not out yet i think um, it's like it's like a valentine's day release or something now isn't it is it might be wow. <laughs> Oh, Very no. romantic. <laughs> Go and watch people throw up on the big screen. <laughs> oh, the poop. I wonder. I wonder. Yeah, are they going to poop on screen again? Or have you gone yeah, like moved beyond that? I guess it we'll might, find out. It might be rubbish, but it might be great. Like I, I really liked. Uh, well, all of them, but um, you know, the budget just went up and up and up. And Jackass 3D, I thought was was really good. I mean, you can keep your 3D. I'm happy to watch it in 2D, but you know, just the they they just keep taking it further. Um, <laughs> still going it's gonna it's gonna be like it's it's gonna be like more of a thriller film now they're watching them all so old it's like oh god please don't do that you could you could yeah, you yeah. dislocate a spine or something well they've got new people in as well they've yeah there's a wrestler talent wrestlers in one of them but i think a lot oh. of those guys did were hospitalized during this one yeah yeah they oh, were god. yeah <laughs> gonna be good yeah also apparently chicken run 2 is tba oh, tbc next year yeah i knew it was happening but i didn't know when it was meant to be coming out but apparently there's no oh firm my... date but 2022 oh saying. my god yes i had no idea that was a thing holy crap that makes Super sense mario bros is in december uh, oh we get to see chris pratt doing <laughs> <It's> so cool <laughs> just <laughs> it's, so cool. it's just gonna be mario with chris pratt's voice that, oh. that's it that's that's chris pratt's vocal range is is his voice yeah oh dear avatar 2 as well I mean, oh, I'm not saying I'm excited God. for it. But I'm in, Come on. Yeah, I'm intrigued to see what happens. <laughs> Way too late. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, and then on top of that, there's, I mean, I'm kind of more looking forward to just actual streaming shows more than films, really, mm. at this point. Like, there's loads of stuff that I'm 
excited for next year. Is the Book of Boba next year? No, that's this year. That's end of December. Ooh. Um, but next year is Obi-Wan Kenobi. Oh. Obi Kenobi. I think other stuff as well. I think they've confirmed Mandalorian season three and uh, Cassian Andor spin-off. Uh, so I'm excited for all that. But, you know, outside of Star Wars as well, there's some some cool stuff on the way. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm admittedly very bad at keeping up with things. I just kind of get surprised, like, "Oh, that's out! Cool, I guess." I'm yeah, that, I mean, that's nicer in a way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh dear, yeah. Much to think about. Much to think about. I'm going to close the cinema listings now. I'm getting sad at the Marvel. Ones. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm an elitist, I guess. <laughs> no one else is allowed fun because I don't like it. How dare you jump aboard the hype train? Choo choo. I missed. Um... The Green Knight, Sir Gawain and the Green Knight oh, film, that came out this year, and I forgot God. to see it while it was in cinemas. Um, so good. It's artsy-fartsy, wanky bullshit to the highest degree, and I loved yeah. it. I had no idea what was going on at any point. I was like, <laughs> yes, I love it. <laughs> I wanted to see it at Tyneside, but uh, yeah, I missed, missed the boat. I highly recommend it. It's 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 definitely it's. I, I'm, a, I'm a, I've always been a fan of you know films that create a mood rather than tell a story, and it, it definitely mm-hmm. it does that to perfection. It's it's a yeah. work of bloody art. Oh nice. Uh, uh. Yeah, I'll check it out. Yeah. Uh, I've got a thing here, which is also a news story. So Ooh. maybe maybe we do those, get those out of the way, and then get the the big Mikey energy at the end. <laughs> Take a moment to the finish. Pressure there. Um, <laughs> So this is according to gizmodo.com, so you know it's going to be good. Um, It's written by Molly Taft, and uh, Molly's headline simply reads, Salmon Plastic Jizz Mug? (laughs) Salmon Plastic Jizz Mug. Okay. Okay. Oh, no. Right. One possible answer to the growing plastic problem could come from a weird place. Could come (laughs) from a weird place. Oh, yeah. Salmon Jizz. Cool. In a study... Published recently in the Journal of the American Chemical Society, a team of researchers from China detail how they've created what they call DNA plastics, a plastic material made from strands of DNA. To create the new material, researchers extracted DNA from salmon sperm and mixed it with chemicals from vegetable oil to create a gel-like substance. That substance can then be formed into a mould and freeze-dried. Researchers in the study used this process, which they call aqua-welding, to produce a bunch of little tchotchkes, including a mug, a model of a DNA molecule, and some puzzle pieces. The mug, frankly, looks like something made from sperm and isn't going to win any design awards anytime soon. Uh, Foolishly, I'm reading this off my phone, but actually what I should quickly do is try and pull it up on the computer so that I can send you guys um, the picture. The cum mug. Yes. Gizmodo. Uh, I do hope at some point. What, what what is it that mugs are made out of? Is it like is it? It's not porcelain, is it? Porcelain's too expensive. Well, it's some just... are. Yeah, nice ones. Oh, but I do, I hope we reach a new standard in mug materials. I'm getting bored of the bog standard white, white nothing. He was so imprinted on it. I want I want us to enter a new age of mugs. So I'm, I'm actually I'm I'm okay with this this new mm-hmm. development in, in mug technologies. Uh, here it is. It's a very small image, and I couldn't right click it either. I had oh, to wow. use the snip tool. Oh, but... that. 
does look like someone's just frozen a load of cum. Yeah, <laughs> rubbish, does, doesn't it? That's really rubbish. Yeah, a child made that. A child. Yes. Actually, there might be a big. I'm sure I saw a bigger version of that on Twitter at the time. Oh yeah, here it is. Oh, in all its detail. Uh, hang People on. are going to like this image on Twitter, and they'll have no idea what they're like. <laughs> you just like cum. <laughs> here it is. Salmon cum mug. That is oh, rubbish. That, it? If, if you put anything in that, that handle is flimsy as hell. Yeah. It looks like when you fill it with water, it returned to liquid state. <laughs> so, oh, oh, God. Well, Mikey, you may jest, but uh, let me continue. Um, the mug, frankly, looks like something made from sperm, and it isn't going to win any design awards anytime soon. Recycling this particular plastic is easy. A special enzyme can digest the DNA to break it down, or it can be dunked in water to turn it back into a gel. And then in parentheses it says, that, incidentally, also means the mug might not be the best use of this particular plastic (laughs) technology. Of all the things you can make, why the one thing it shouldn't do? We made a boat out of salmon jizz. In addition to being easily broken down, an added bonus of this new material is that its carbon footprint is much lower than traditional plastic, since it doesn't require any heat. Yeah, because it's cum. <laughs> yes. The salmon spunk plastic uses about, uses about 5% of the energy that it takes to make regular plastic. Plastics made from biological materials like cornstarch have much lower emissions over their lifetime than regular plastics made with petrochemicals, but still need heat and energy to create, meaning producing them on a fossil fueled grid is still a major problem for the climate. There are also other issues with traditional bioplastics, including recyclability, that make them less than great solutions in our current waste management system. To the best of our knowledge, our reported DNA plastic... Peter? Yes? How do they harvest the salmon jizz? Oh, I think they just wank off a salmon. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's the confirmation I wanted. I wasn't sure if the news would just say, and here is how they harvest it. And it's just Um, the worst gif you've ever seen. (laughs) Uh, I don't think it says it. That is um, rubbish. Just, that's what I want to know. Yeah. They're just uh, above the big pond where they all live, because that's how it works. Mm-hmm. Um, they just put on a big screen and it's got prawn hub on it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> boo. Uh, sorry, that was really weak. I like that. <laughs> I'm a big fan. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> There's also a kind of fish called a chub, isn't there? Pond chub. There is, oh, very there is good. a chub. Yeah. Prawn Catching chub. Catching them in uh, Stardew Valley is very funny. Mm. You found a record chub. Oh, excellent. Um, I mean, to be honest, the rest of the article is pretty dry, to be honest, ironically. But um, that that's sort of the idea. Uh, it says, the new bioplastic researchers say isn't dependent on fish jizz. I'm sure that's not a quote. Uh, you can use almost any organic material. But there are some big caveats to the dawn of the jizz plastic age. Wait, wait, sorry, sorry. Why did they choose fish jizz then if I you could use know. any material? I guess it's attention grabbing. It's a good yeah, marketing point. I'll give them that. Oh. Um, but there are some big caveats to the dawn of the jizz plastic age, including the pretty pro- problematic hurdle that it needs to stay dry in order to retain its shape. To to actually use that salmon cum mug the research has made, you'd need to coat it with a waterproof layer of other plastics. Uh, that would make it much harder to recycle. It's probably better in its unadulterated form, researchers say, for stuff like packaging and certain electronics that won't get wet. Right. Okay. What? 
Oh, just imagine you get you, you order something has been packaged in fish cum and it rained a little bit while I was sitting on your porch no. and it's just covered in goop. No. <laughs> oh, Two people Sorry. on Twitter know what that mug is. Yeah. <laughs> wow. It was that's where I saw it. It was trending on Twitter. I think it was like salmon semen or, or semen was trending. I was like, oh yeah, I'm willing to roll the dice <laughs> and click, click on, on that, that. trend. <laughs> Uh, so that's it. I just thought it was a bit, it's quite po- podiotish, uh, oh, po- yeah. podiotic. So I thought I'd bring Peter. it along. Thank you, Peter. Oh, thank you, Peter, for bringing along your cummy mug. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, no. <laughs> oh God. Uh, well, it's time for another question. Uh, Benji Harvey at AlphazaPent111 on Twitter says, who would you have as your dream partner for a crazy golf tournament, alive or dead, allowed? Oh my God. Wow. So would they, <laughs> what a question. Would it just be you want to have a nice day with this person or you're playing to win? What's, Anyone you like, dead or alive? Yeah, I guess you, this is the, the crazy golf dream of your dreams. So you get you get to dictate how it goes. with your I would have um, Piers Morgan dead as my <laughs> golf partner. <laughs> You're just going to drag him from hole to hole. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's fair. Can't argue with that. Yeah. Um, I'm going to I'm I'm going to go way way back. I'm going to say one of yeah. I'm going to go for a Greek philosopher. Let's just call Aristotle because I just want to see what he'd make of crazy golf. I th- I re- I re- How far we've come. <laughs> Did they have golf back then? Golf's a pretty old game, but I don't know if it's that old. Surely or if it not. even... No, probably, I mean, there's probably a similar degrees. game, but no, not golf, golf. Yeah, just think, look, look at the tiny windmill, Aristotle. Isn't that cute? Now, you know, you got to do is hit the ball through that hole. And if you do it, like, alarms go off. It's great fun. It's, oh, yes. And yeah, and it's like to time. introduce him to some modern culture. You give him a hot dog and a Coke. <laughs> yeah, I'm essentially him... describing back, uh, not Back to the Future, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Yes, you could give him um, tea and coffee served on a 200 year old mosaic. <laughs> oh, man, I was going to say 200 year old Caligula is who I was going to bring. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See what he thinks. He's not that old, obviously. You know. Just want to know why he's so angry. Yeah. Why are you such Chill a tyrant? Out, Stop being so cross. I don't know if there are any famous... Um, oof, what's the term? Mini golfers? I don't think there are. Yeah. There's probably a scene, like a competitive yeah. mini golf scene, but I don't, mm. I don't know what that is. Um, what if I just I mean, took a like a... Shit hot golfer. Billy Madison. <laughs> to see how good they are. They can yeah, just fun. complete all of them, hole in one, on every single hole. Yeah. That's what I want to see. But they have to use the shit little yes. rubbish, easily bended, already slightly bent when it's handed to you golf clubs. Yes. Yeah. Um, and the hollow golf balls. And I'm going to make them mark down the score as well because no one wants to do that. That's nah, boring. Oh god, I always get stuck with that. It sucks. It's like I'm like everyone else is walking off to the next hall, and I'm there like, guys, please, I'm still writing in the oh, scores. Mikey. I've got <laughs> the numbers in. Oh god, I can't do maths. It sucks. The worst I... thing about mini golf is that there's always like people behind you oh, watching you yeah. take your shots. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, the the family behind you, and like then in front of you, there's a stag do being loud. Yeah. Oh, god. Yeah. 
Yeah, that happens every time. It, it, you never get to relax or have fun or enjoy or actually try. It's just like, all right, get, get in the hole as quick as possible so we don't inconvenience these yeah. other people. Yeah. You, play two, you play the first two holes uninterrupted and then you're just stuck behind the family for the entire rest of the time. Mm-hmm. Just waiting. Yeah. Rubbish. What I would give for a mini golf course all to myself just for the afternoon. <laughs> you know, you just book mm-hmm. it out for the entire time you're there. Yeah, it sounds like a great... Happen. I, I, out of curiosity, I, I just Googled professional mini golf and then Google um, auto-completed salary onto the end of that. Oh. Okay. I, I found a definitely really legit, really trustworthy website called simplyhired.com. Uh, it lists the average mini golf pro salary as 61,000 US dollars. Wow. Wow. <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, it's pretty good. It's hey, if you can make it, why not? You just need to get that practice in. Yeah, you'd have to be really good. Yeah, maybe that's it. The pressure of having people behind you it really helps you get on your game. So maybe, maybe yeah, method to the madness. Would you like to hear my thing? Yeah. Oh yes. Oh yeah. The Nobel Prizes are a series of annual awards given in the fields of physics, chemistry, medicine, literature, and peace. Recipients include Albert Einstein. Martin Luther King, Mother Teresa. They're awarded to people who have conferred the greatest benefit to humankind in the previous 12 months. Receiving one is often a career-defining moment for many people. But today, we aren't talking about the Nobel Prize. We're instead talking about the Ig Nobel Prize, an annual ceremony that has taken place since 1991 to celebrate unusual or trivial achievements in scientific research. Brilliant. Its stated aim being to honour achievements that first make people laugh and then make them think. (laughs) Haven't we had this? uh, I think you've done this in a previous year as well, haven't you, Mikey? Oh, fuck. Have I? (laughs) No, no. It'll be different ones, won't it? Have you done this year's, the most recent? No, I've done the last 10 years. Oh, God. Have I actually done this before? I don't know. It sounds familiar. I I'm sure I, maybe I've just heard it elsewhere, but. Um... Oh, no. I'll tell you if I recognize any of them. It's not in my document, so I'm just going to power on. None of this rang bells, and some of this would definitely ring bells if I talked about it. So. Okay. No, I, could be, I must have heard it on a different podcast or something. I'm sorry. Sorry for the panic. <laughs> no, not a repeated thing. So, yeah, so essentially this is like, it's, it, it sounds ridiculous. Well, it doesn't sound that ridiculous so far. It will get more ridiculous. But this is kind of like the humorous side of the Ig Nobel Prize. But it's actually like super scientific. It's not just like a jokey award. This isn't just given to someone who's done something funny. Like these are, these are awards given to people, for the most part, who have submitted uh, scientific articles fully referenced and properly researched. Like people have spent years researching this stuff and submitted it. It's gone through journals and these guys just happened to take note of it and thought, huh, that's pretty funny. Let's give them something for their effort. Mm. So, this is, so welcome to the world of weird and wacky science. Okay. Uh, occasionally the awards are criticism via satire, but most often they draw attention to scientific articles that have some humorous or unexpected aspect. Examples range from the discovery that the presence of humans tends to sexually arouse ostriches to the statement that black holes fulfill all technical requirements for being the location of hell or even to the research of the five second rule. So yeah, bear in mind, everything about the list has been researched to hell. (laughs) Literally. (laughs) Hey, so yeah, let me take you through the last 10 years of awards. 
And I say that the first thing, the first thing, the first prize I'm reading out wasn't actually a scientific article. It's just something funny. So enjoy that. <laughs> In 2011, uh, the priest, the priest, oh my God, Michael, the Peace Prize was awarded to Archurus Zuokas, the mayor of Vilnius, I think that's how it's pronounced, Lithuania, for demonstrating that the problem of illegally parked luxury cars can be solved by running them over with a tank. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> that's a that surefire yeah. way of fixing it. I'm with him there. <laughs> All must be equal before the law, and if they are not, they will be equaled. This is the message the mayor sent from an old armoured vehicle after he smashed an expensive Mercedes that he, that had parked illegally in a bicycle lane. And the mayor himself, being an avid cyclist, this was clearly to his disgust, and he wanted to, to eradicate this issue and send a message. It was a, it was a very good video, the proper little press event, they got him in his tank, rolled him over the car... And just, he's sat on top waving to everybody as he's doing it, as his car gets crushed. And he pops up, pops out of the vehicle at the end and just looks straight down the lens and says, and that's what will happen if you park your car illegally. <laughs> and then at the end of the video, it shows the car owner returning to the scene, looking visibly distressed and confused at what's just happened in front oh, of him. It's like Mr. Bean. It is. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and the car weirdly had like a little um, couch on top of it with rope, a rope and pulley system for controlling it. <laughs> We move on to 2012. The Medicine Award was awarded to Emmanuel Ben Susan and Michelle Antoinetti for advising doctors who perform colonoscopies how to minimalize the chance that their patients will explode. Oh, God. <laughs> I didn't realize this is a thing. It turns out um, in colonoscopies, there is like a very slim chance that you could essentially rupture. <laughs> And oh. so th this person uh, researched quite a lot into this to, to you know, help alleviate that from happening. Um, the best I could find from this was, um, so this is a quote from the uh, scientifically backed published journal. Therapeutic colonoscopy with electrocautery is widely used around the world. Adequate colonic cleansing is considered a crucial factor for the safety of the procedure. Colonic gas explosion, although rare, is one of the most frightening complications during colonoscopy with this method <laughs> so congratulations to them they're really saving the world we jump forward to 2013 again the peace prize this time was awarded to alexander lukashenko you might be familiar with him he's a bit of a tyrant president of belarus for making it illegal to applaud in public and it was also awarded to the belarus state police for arresting a one-armed man for applauding what what <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, I think this this comes from um, a couple of years ago. Um, Belarus was in a terrible place, thanks to a, a totalitarian, awful, awful leader. Mm. And as a way of quelling public dissent, basically outlawed all forms of uh, protest. So no signs, no nothing. Um, eventually, people took to applauding as a sign of di like disagreement. <laughs> right. Which eventually got... Um, which eventually got banned as well. So no one, no one could <laughs> clap in anger. But... Constantine Kaplan, an unemployed man from the western town of Grodno, says he was convicted this week of applauding in public and fined the equivalent of $200, despite overwhelming evidence of his innocence, as he is officially registered as a disabled person and has only one arm. And uh, in this article, it stated the police affirmed that he was indeed clapping at the event. Oh my God. Is this Lukashenko? <laughs> yes, Lukashenko. He's still in power, isn't he? Is he? I think so. Oh, God. Yeah, I don't think Jesus Christ. Belarus is... 
Yeah, I'm still, not sure. still not doing well, is it? I'm not sure. I'm oh dear, he is. That. Is he? Yeah, yeah. Lukashenko is uh, not a good guy. Whoops. Oh, I, this is, I read this article from 2016. I just assumed things had got better. Yeah, yeah, time moves on. Not. He'll be dead, right? <laughs> nope. He's still there. Nope. Still there. Ah, oh, dear. Another one from 2018. This time it is the Safety Engineering Prize. Uh, this was awarded, uh, awarded, awarded to the late Gustano Pizzo. <laughs> Love him. Pizzo. Pizzo. Birthday pie. For an inventing an electromechanical system to trap airplane hijackers. Oh. The system drops a hijacker through trap doors, <laughs> seals them into a package, and then drops the encapsulated hijacker through the airplane's specially installed bomb bay doors, whence the parachute, whence the parachute to earth where police will be awaiting to apprehend what if the hijacker. Well, I'm assuming it doesn't just drop them wherever they are. It just immediately spits them out. Bye-bye, bye-bye, hijacker. I guess, yeah, there's worse fears. Oh, dear. But yeah, this was, a, uh, this was a patent that was filed in November 1972. And sadly, um, its genius was ignored and it was never implemented until it was dug up by the Ig Nobel Prize team. And they thought, he deserves a prize for this. Yeah. There's... there's so I did look on the pattern for it, and the, demonst- the illust- little illustration of it is sadly not as exciting as it possibly could have been. Oh, no. But, but yeah, just the picture of <laughs> a hijacker falling through a trap door. <laughs> Off he goes. Bye bye. Quite an elegant solution, I think. Uh, so this is a short little one from 2015. The award for physiology was awarded to Michael L. Smith for carefully arranging for honeybees to sting him repeatedly on 25 different locations on his body to learn which locations are the least painful. Uh, the most, the least painful being the skull, middle toe tip, and upper arm. And the most painful, this, is, this line is purely the reason why it got included, the nostril, the upper lip, and the penis shaft. No. Oh. In the name of science, this man put bloody bee, put bloody bees on his boner. I refuse oh to believe that he didn't start with that and then get caught and say it's for a science project <laughs> and then proceeded to sting the rest of his body. Look, look, look! How oh, far really are you willing to go to cover up your fetish? <laughs> no, I just want to fuck a bee. More bee sting. <laughs> <laughs> Move on to 2016. Um, this is the award for reproduction the late Ahmed Shafiq, for testing the effects of wearing polyester, cotton, or wool trousers on the sex life of rats. <laughs> what? <laughs> so, and then he conducted these tests on uh, human males as well. So essentially, he made little tiny trousers for rats <laughs> of different materials okay. and um, made notes of how it, it would change their sexual activity. <laughs> so and, that it could then be... I guess transferred to humans, like if there was, if it affected fertility or something, maybe. Yes, essentially. And yes. They fucking so love the wool trousers. <laughs> Do you want to hear the results? Yes, please. Uh, yeah. Da, 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 da. <laughs> he made tiny trousers covering the animal's hind legs with, and with a hole for the tail in various cloths: uh, 100% polyester, 50% polyester cotton, all cotton and all wool. The rats that wore polyester showed significantly lower rates of sexual activity. Activity, And Shafiq found, perhaps because of the electro- electrostatic charges created by the material, cotton 
Oh, that was sorry. Yeah, that was because of the electoral. Oh God, mm. I, I bunked yeah. this sentence up. But yeah, they didn't didn't fuck as much because of electoral <laughs> static of uh, polyester. But you'll be glad to know, cotton and wool wearing rats had relatively normal levels of sexual activity. Okay. Uh, let's see what what's next. Oh, this is this. All right, get ready. This is going to be a tongue twister for me. The 2020 award for management was awarded to five professional hitmen in Guangxi, China, who managed to contract for a hit job in the following way. After accepting payment to perform the murder, Xi Guang'an then instead subcontracted the task to Mo Tianjiang, who then instead subcontracted the task to Yang Kangsheng, who then instead oh subcontracted the task to Yang Guangshen, who then instead subcontracted the task to Ling Jianxi with each subsequently enlisted hitman receiving a smaller percentage of the fee and nobody actually performing the murder. (laughs) (laughs) It's quite an interesting one. There's a little bit of a write-up on this one. Instead, the final hitman in the chain decided to meet up with Mr. Wei, the target, in a cafe, told him of the proposed hit plans, and uh, the two of them decided to fake the murder to take the money. Mr. Wei agreed to pose, gagged and bound for a photo that Ling could take back to Yang Guangsheng before later reporting the case to the police. The case initially went to trial in 2016, but the six defendants were acquitted due to a lack of evidence, sadly. Prosecutors appealed against the decision and the second trial lasted three years. Tan, who hired the original hitmen, was sentenced to five years in prison, while Zi, Xi, the first hitman was sentenced to three years and six months. Just, it's quite impressive that they got that far along a that chain. That story before. sounds familiar to me as well. Again, it, probably... I, th- I think that might be a poddy. It's that as I was reading yeah. it more, I was like, yeah, that sounds familiar. Yeah. yeah, that's great. I think we, I think it was maybe when it was when the trial, if the trial was three years, it might have been that it was that. It's oh. on the news, like on BBC News or something. But very true. I did yeah. one about a hitman, but it wasn't that. I didn't no, this yeah. One. Again, I might have just read it elsewhere, but you never quite know whether it's body it's or not yeah. sometimes. Body it's or fiction. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's the next the game. <laughs> not the body it's. <laughs> and lastly, 2021, so a recent one. Peace Prize was awarded to a group of scientists who tested the hypothesis that humans evolved beards to protect themselves from punches to the face. Oh, wow. That's a cool <laughs> hypothesis. <laughs> well, what? <laughs> what did they come up with? So, given that humans are the only primates who fight by punching, which I actually, straight up, oh. I, I disagree with that. Actually, I mean, I guess primates, but I've definitely seen animals punch each other before. That's ridiculous. <laughs> Could there be other aspects of human anatomy that have evolved in connection with fisticuffs? That question is called the pugilism hypothesis, and Carrier has explored how different features unique to us among primates, for example, planted heels, proportions of face bones, ability to form a fist and upper arm strength in males, specialized humans, particularly males, for fighting by punching. And so, the beard, which our study shows provides some protection to some of the most vulnerable parts of the face when people punch, is just one more piece of the series, Carrier says. Who volunteered to be punched in the face? Uh, sadly it was they didn't punch any real people they don't have they don't have vindiction unlike mr mr dick scientist before with the bees (laughs) mr b fucker (laughs) the b fucker (laughs) over here and he's couldn't even they couldn't be beard punchers they're nothing uh i never really thought about the fact that we're the only primate that fights by punching but now the sort of the idea of just seeing two gorillas punch <laughs> each other in the face seems laughable because yeah. obviously it doesn't happen but never really considered it before 
<laughs> chimps like kicking each other and <laughs> absolutely sprawling <laughs> if you absolutely amazing. kangaroos God. do a little bit of that but it's mainly kicking. yeah they do yeah some animals yeah. do i guess just not primates but that's not on the level of, of us though big punches yeah. oh, no, yeah. <laughs> especially us three who oh, are big big punches like big brawlers yeah uh, the researchers for this uh, covered a fibre epoxy composite material similar to bone with a sheep fleece, an analogue of facial hair, and then dropped different weights onto the samples oh. and found that samples with fleece absorbed 37% more energy than hairless samples and could withstand 16% more force before breaking. So there you oh. go. Mm. If you, if you ever, ever feel like you need to up your protection, grow a great big bushy beard. Great you know, big bushy beard. It'll sort you out. And that that's that's my overview of the last 10 years of weird science. Wow. Well, none of those sounded familiar to me, Mikey, so... Yeah, <laughs> yes, I great success. Thank you, Michael. <laughs> that's all right. Brilliant. Um, I've got one last question here from Paul at paulzaremba16 on Twitter, who says, What do you guys do or say that you think is hilarious, but no one else does? I was going to give an example, but I wrote out two of them, and as I read them back, I hated myself. Okay, love you, bye. <laughs> Thank you, Paul. Thank you, Paul. Um, Thanks, Paul. I feel like there are many things that I say or do that I think are really funny that aren't, but I'm trying to think of a good example. I think um, off the top of the head, the one thing I, I, cho- I chose to adopt for some reason several years ago, and now I can't stop myself, is... Whenever like I'm meeting up with someone or I see someone I know in the streets, instead of just doing like a, a a gentle little like, hey, it's you, I do the most vigorous wave possible, like just really exaggerated from like across the waves. Like, Hi! And just keep it going for quite a long time. And that's that's how I tend to greet a lot wow, of people. And it's quite yeah, it's quite embarrassing. And for some reason I do it every time. It's just like, oh God, I'm doing it again. I've I did it enough times that it just became muscle memory. And it's nightmarish. I wish I could stop. Please. I've got um a sort of a dadism, a dad joke mm. that Ooh. I think I got from my actual father. Um, that I say every time. I will say this forever now. I, I've been saying it for years, and I will say it for the rest of my life. If ever I walk into a restaurant or something, um, maybe I'm with Amy or with my family. If it's pretty quiet and there are loads of empty tables, I always turn to the family and go, oh, "I'm glad we booked." <laughs> <laughs> that's it oh. oh good job we booked a table oh, I'm so tired oh. now yeah I know it's, I, and I know it's not funny but I say you know you walk into an empty restaurant and go oh good job we booked <laughs> it, like jokes like that are kind of like a tax you have to pay isn't it it's just like so, someone's got to do it you've got to say something and... haven't you otherwise it's just <laughs> wow there aren't many people in this restaurant <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, I instinctively knee jerk cannot not say my wife when someone says anything about their wife mm-hmm. every time it was yeah. ironic at first because borat is a, an old film at this point and the joke <laughs> is way overdone and it started off not being funny but i sincerely think that it's actually quite funny when you say my wife yeah. <laughs> because it's not funny and that's why it's funny but i'm sure a lot of people don't see it that way at all we have weirdly ben and i and ashton as well at triple jump in the past, I mean, even just like in the past six months, really picked up on something that we've known about for years, which is a child. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. there's only one thing worse than a rapist. Like, certainly Ben and I, and I'm sure Ashton as well, we've known about that video for 
several <laughs> years now. And we didn't used to quote it at all, unless it was really specifically re- relevant. If someone maybe said, there's only one thing worse than being caught out in the rain, maybe then we might have gone, oh, a child. <laughs> you know, that's more of a clever throwback. But if anyone says the word a child at the moment when we're making videos, and I'm sort of, even though I'm completely, I'm very much part of it, I'm hoping it stops eventually. But a child. if we're ever making any content and one of us says, oh, look, there's a child, then all three of us will go, a, a, child, a child, like that. Can't not. Uh, yeah, it can't not be done. I'm glad it stuck around to end of the lexicon. If, if some things just need like more of a push, it'll stick yeah. around for a while, then they just eke in. Mm-hmm. My wife's child. fantastic well is that all our questions that's it fantastic thank you for bringing those peter you're welcome thanks for answering everyone for submitting them much appreciated we've got well i was gonna say we've got quite a few videos to catch up on in terms of what was released on vidiots three years ago because we're recording a week later than usual we we missed our release week because we're all busy so we've got Mm. three weeks worth of videos to cover before the next episode which will be our christmas episode and the last episode of the year after which we'll be taking a little break and we'll be back in the you know at some point in early january um but as we all know vidiots was changing (laughs) And so very much there aren't quite as many videos as, as as we thought. So I'm going to go from the 1st of December all the way so through. So get to watch the slow end to videos in real just, time. We're now. just going to watch it die. Um, then we're, we're going to go from the 1st of December all the way through to when the next episode is due out, which is the 21st of December. So we've got 20 days worth of videos videos to go through. And there aren't. There are three. There are not many. Here we go. Uh, we've got Fallout 76 Power Armor Edition unboxing. We had uh, a phenomenal contact, Sean uh, at Bethesda, ah. who was very kind to us and sent us lots of nice stuff. He was a fan of the channel, and that was wonderful. Uh, it comes with the helmet. It didn't come with the nylon, famous nylon bag, oh, sadly. That was a shame. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it was, it was very sweet to receive that, and we, we opened it. And um, I'm looking at the the dislikes. It's on it's on 88.7 percent likes, which is quite low for us. So clearly, Ooh, people yeah. did not like the fact that we were opening a Fallout 76 special edition and not hating it because I think it was very popular <laughs> to hate it at that time. Understandably, there was a lot wrong. Yes. Uh, Podium's episode 23, the Terror Graph. Peter's giving birth oh. to rabbits. Ben's sausage oh, was what? stolen while he was oh, bedridden, goodness. and Mikey's making cereal. <laughs> Fight to the death. Cute. There's an un- I like, yeah. We've got an unlisted what video. What was your here. stolen sausage? I don't know. Yeah, that one's a stumper. I don't know what um, that means. I presume it's. I don't know what the teragraph is either. I think it was in reference to you know whenever you go uh, to like a W H Smith at a train station or an airport and you just want water and they're like you want a copy of the Telegraph with that for free. <laughs> For some right. reason, it, it always comes free with a bottle of water, and it's like I actually don't want a newspaper. <laughs> yeah. Why would I want that right now? I just want some water. Anyway, <laughs> so the fear that they're going to do that to you is that is you have a sense of terror. Graph, Peter, I'm perhaps. sure it was really fucking funny <laughs> yeah. um, three years ago, and so you mm-hmm. can go listen to that if you want. Uh, I, but I can't remember. That's the vague gist. Uh, we've got an mm. unlisted video with ten views. Merry Christmas, Johnny. Uh, so I hope you oh, enjoy Merry Christmas, Johnny. Johnny. Merry Christmas, Johnny. Uh, worst games ever, <laughs> Xena Warrior Princess. December the 8th, that one. Oh, yeah. Poddy, it's episode 24, Merry Chrysler. 
Uh, worst games ever, Spice World. That's right. We had worst games ever, Podiots, and then worst games ever. Oh. Wow. Yeah. That was that like two videos a week at that point. Yeah. Then? It was one. Oh. We were doing one worst games a week, weren't we? Yeah. Anything to save the channel? Uh, 21st <laughs> is where we're going up to. Oh, it's still not quite there yet, actually. Poddy, it's episode what were we 25. Doing, like day to day. What were we? Were we not just not working? I wasn't in Bristol oh. anymore. I'd moved. Oh, I think at that point, yeah, we things had, are just wound down. We, exactly. we had recorded a bank of videos and we're just editing them at our own respective yeah, homes. Yeah, <laughs> we right. came down for oh. the, the jingle jam and then we left forever. Mm. I'd already moved out. I moved out at the end of November, though, so I was yeah. gone. Uh, Spice World Poddy, it's episode 25, Clumpy Grid. Oh. Uh, post some tat number 39, finale. Oh. Five hours and four minutes and 32 Jesus seconds. Wet. Oh. In insane uh and that is where it brings us up to i suppose next next episode we'll just we might as well just cover it all the way through to the end of the year and then we'll yeah, pick it back up yeah. in february's <laughs> episode when the channel launched <laughs> and then we have yeah, stuff really exciting and full of enthusiasm yeah God. yeah yeah <laughs> guys sad sad videos Next time, there's, I can see there's two episodes of Worst Games Ever just next to each other on the back end. So that was it. It's like Santa Claus saves the the earth. Actually, they were released two days apart. So lucky you. Wow. There you go. Oh, hey, you're welcome. welcome. Lucky you. The Santa one was released on Christmas Day as it well, was. wasn't it? It actually wow. was. Well, there we are. That is the penultimate what happened on Vidiots three years ago until we start again next year when it will be what happened on Vidiots four years ago so I hope you're ready <laughs> oh, for God. that oh that makes me feel sick to hear yeah, that yeah doesn't it wasn't... doesn't it uh, Mikey there's a store I think store I mean sorry, I'm getting right store. into it I'm not, even, I'm not... <laughs> store <laughs> <laughs> That's right, Ben. If you whiz on over to store.yogscast.com, you'll find a lovely array of oh, just merch of all kinds. There's gin, there's there's Christmas decorations, there's pins. But if you if you if you dig a little bit, you'll find. Actually, I think yeah, if for some reason we're on the home screen of the website and have been for fucking ages. Why? So don't tell don't, anyone. <laughs> they don't know they don't we're know there. We're, so if you if you hunt around on that website, you'll find a little a little vidiot's corner filled with goodies and treats that you can stuff your stockings with. Ooh. We've got t-shirts, mugs, and hoodie galore. Uh, what what a bounty you could stuff your pockets with, yeah. and you're stuck with paying full price because we don't have a co- the codes don't exist on the website anymore. So no, if you want don't. a discount, you have to keep your eyes peeled on the Ogscast Twitter, where I think occasionally do like free international shipping, which is a bloody good bargain. So jump on that if you see it, amongst other things. So that's store.yogscast.com. Thank you for your patronage. You all look very swaggy. You do. Thank you. YouTube, Twitter, mm-hmm. Facebook, all.com forward slash Vidiots Official. Also, twitch.tv forward slash vidiots official, our Twitch channel, which occasionally gets dusted off. I might do one between Christmas and New Year, you know, that time when nothing's going on. (laughs) I might. I don't know. Stay tuned, as they say. Uh, Streamlabs.com forward slash podiots donations, three pounds or more to get a shout out at the beginning and the end of the show. You could be assigned to the Pumpy Platoon, the Tiny Troop or the Fast Crew. You never know what you're going to get. Mikey, run us through yours Mm -hmm. again, please. Code Vidiots is changing. Son Goku won it too. Little bit of Monaco. Pingu's dad beat him. Pet Shop Man. The generous Blumpy Deluxe Man with Wig. Michael Chegson. 
I Miss You Lux, Reindeer Drop Joy, Specky Becky, Hawkman 105, Jason Allenby, Donak 07, Pro Trainer, Monkey Hanger, is very handsome and cool, Stephen Scordes, and the generous Michael the Rock Jugson. Uh, also, Sorcon D's Nuts, uh. Justice for Jeff Sex, Pollen Packed Pipe, who was very, very, very generous. Thank you very much. Indeed. Thank you, thank you. Momo Beans, Ross, do you have my socks? Lord Brotovich, Stukalicious, Bartek and Ellen Degenerate, Trunter and Garlic, Toma, uh, Tommy and MJ the Wank Engines, Specky Becky, Citadel Zombies, Jer kicked my ass in a Zoom quiz, who was very generous. Thank you, thank you very much. And well done, Jer. Uh, Slurple the Purple, Hello, this is Rules Boss, Freddy, it's pizza time, My Mum's Roast Potatoes Suck, Prince Beefcakes, and Don Echo 7. And finally, we have Matthew Gregg's Ma'am, Just Keep Swimming Ash, This Xmas, Leave Him Out of It. Dig check die check stiv biscuits. All about dacoom check baby. Stop or my mom will read your arse. Mister Macca, the very generous Dave Bacon Phillips, the very generous Iron Hand J, Adolf Ziegler, the very generous Crypto, the not so super dog. Ben, it's mom come home. Willis Wanks, Mikey's Star Trek toilet is lit. The very generous actual name Nick Gage. Oh shit, forgot to donate, sorry. And I'm in Trunter Tubs. And there's your pod squad. Thank you, everybody. You're fucking wonderful. You Streamlabs.com forward slash poddy. It's donations. Three pounds or more. Shout out at the beginning and the end of the show. Mikey, where are you? on the internet you can find me at parrot boy on twitter that's my central hub for all things naughty and nice uh if you go on there at the minute you'll find a song about me sucking off the grinch so enjoy that oh yeah yeah oh it's very good thank well you. done it got played um it's very, very good. it got played during the jingle jam and yeah, did yeah, it twice people demanded an encore and now now fantastic grussy's part of the lexicon and people won't stop saying it and i'm so sorry for that that's phenomenal. You shouldn't apologise. That wasn't even me that it's wrote amazing. that. So I'm, I'm, my hands are clean of that. Um, yeah, you're off the hook on, on Grassy, <laughs> I think. And uh, I stream occasionally, uh, Paraboy on Twitch. I've actually, I've got got off my arse. I did two streams in like last week. So look at that. Hey, promise, amazing. Well done. I promise not to bugger off for three months again. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's all right. You do you, man. You've been pulling. That's okay. Yeah. You've been busy. Yeah. We've all been back in the office and stuff. Exactly. Yeah, you've got no ribs. <laughs> got no ribs. <laughs> got no ground. Yeah. Got them all removed to just, just to get rid of this pain. Yeah. <laughs> it's a big floppy uh, topper. <laughs> we, we are uh, Team Triple Jump, um, where we're doing things like Rules Boss and Cooking and Worst Games Ever and uh, Weirdest Games Ever now as well, Ooh. a separate little sister show. Um, and also we're available on social media uh, at that Peter Austin and at confused underscore dude. Yes, we is. Yes, we is. Finally, why not leave us a five star iTunes review or a review slash rating on your platform of choice? It helps something to do with algorithms. Uh, and we really appreciate it. Thank you. Do you mm. have a final question for people before we go home? Remember, next time will be our Christmas podcast. So get those Christmas questions in. And the last one of the year. Yes. New Year's questions as well, I suppose. Yes, yeah. Send us your New Year's, your Burns Night themed questions. <laughs> yes, please. And your Boxing Day themed questions, please. They're the best mm. ones. Yeah. Uh, mm. oh, oh, what's the final final question for the comment section? Not, not, um, what would you make yeah. out of Fishcom? 
That is- <laughs> oh yeah, what would you make out of fish cum? Yeah. yeah, what would you make out of fish cum? What would you make out of fish cum? <laughs> I would make a condom out of fish cum. Oh, a child. A child. <laughs> My wife. Oh, God. We end the Et cetera. Let's, let's, let's... I'm glad we booked a table. Yeah, I'm really glad we <laughs> so booked on and a so table. Forth. Get out of this. This potty at restaurant is just empty, isn't it? Nobody's yeah. Going. We just mm. checked, by the way, 34 subscribers lost in the last 28 days on the YouTube channel. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty good, yeah. down from usual. But uh, there we are. Anyway, <laughs> be safe out there. It's really cold and slippy and stuff. Mm, so take care. And uh, we will see you in a couple of weeks. Thank you so much for listening. We love you. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Love you. Goodbye. Goodbye.